chapter 5 this chapter is about baba's return with chand patel's marriage party welcomed and addressed as sai contact with other saints his attire and daily routine the story of the padukas wrestling bout with mohidin and change in life turning water into oil the pseudo guru jawhar ali return with chan patel's marriage party as hinted in the last chapter i shall now describe first how sai baba returned to shirdi after his disappearance they lived in aurangabad nis district nizam state in a village called dub a well to do mohammedan gentleman by name chand patel while he was making a trip to aurangabad he lost his mare for two long months he made a diligent search but could get no trace of the lost mare after being disappointed he returned from aurangabad with the saddle on his back after traveling 4 kilometers and a half he came on the way to a mango tree at the foot of which sat a fakir he had a cap on his head or kafni and had a satka under his arm and he was preparing to smoke a chilim on seeing chand patel passed by he called out to him and asked him to have a smoke and to rest a little the poor fellow of fakir asked him about the saddle chand patel replied that it was of his mare which was lost some time back the fakir asked him to make a search in the nala close by he went and the wonder of wonders he found the mare there he thought that this fakir was not an ordinary man but an avilia that is a great saint he returned to the fakir with the mare the chilim was ready for being smoked but two things were wanting one fire to light the pipe two water to wet the chapi that is a piece of cloth through which smoke is drawn up the fakir took his prong and thrust it forcibly into the ground and out came a live ember which he put on the pipe then he dashed the satka on the ground from where water began to ooze the chapi was wetted with that water then wrung out and wrapped round the pipe thus everything being complete the fakir smoked the chilim and then gave it also to chand patel on seeing all this chand patel was wonderstruck he requested the fakir to come to his home and accept his hospitality next day he went to patel's house and stayed there for some time patel was a village officer of toop his wife's brother's son was to be married and the bride was from shirdi so patel made preparations to start for shirdi for the marriage the fakir also accompanied the marriage party the marriage went off without any hitch the party returned to toop except the fakir who stayed back in shirdi and remained there forever how the fakir got the name sai when the marriage party came to shirdi it alighted at the foot or at a banyan tree in magad mahal sapati's field near kandoba's temple the carts were loosened in the open courtyard of kandoba's temple and the members of the party descended one by one and the fakir also got down bahat mahal sapati saw the young fakir getting down and accosted him ya sai welcome sai others also addressed him as sai and henceforth he became 
Sai Baba. Contact with other saints. Sai Baba began to stay in a deserted masjid. One saint named Devidas had been living in Shirdi for many years before Baba came there. Baba liked his company. He stayed with him in the Maruti temple in the Chavadi and for some time lived alone. Then came another saint by name Jankidas. Baba spent most of his time in talking with him or Jankidas went to Baba's residence. So also one Baishya householder saint from Puntambi by name Gangagir always frequented Shirdi. When he first saw Sai Baba carrying pitchers of water in both hands for watering the garden he was amazed and said openly blessed is Shirdi that it got this precious jewel this man is carrying water today but he is not an ordinary fellow as this land Shirdi was fortunate and meritorious it secured this jewel so also one famous saint by name Anand Nath of Yavala Math a disciple of Akalkot Maharaj came to Shirdi with some people when he saw Sai Baba he openly said this is a precious diamond in reality though he looks like an ordinary man he is not a gar that is an ordinary stone but a diamond you will realize this in the near future saying this he returned to Yavala this was said while Sai Baba was a youngster Baba's dress and daily routine. In his young days, Sai Baba grew the hair on his head, never had his head shaved. He dressed like an athlete. When he went to Rahata, that is 3 miles from Shirdi, he bought with him small plants of marigold, jai and jew, and after cleaning them, he planted and watered them. A devotee by name Vamantatya supplied him daily with two unbaked earthen pitchers. With these Baba himself used to water the plants. He drew water from the well and carried the pitchers on his shoulders. In the evening the pitchers were kept at the foot of the neem tree. As soon as they were placed there, they broke as they were made of mud and not baked. Next day, Tatya supplied two fresh pitchers. This course went on for 3 years. and with sai baba's toil and effort there grew a garden on this site at present stands the big mansion samadhi mandir of baba which is now frequented by so many devotees the story of padukas that is footprints under the neem tree a devotee of akalkot maharaj by name bai krishna ji ali bakkar worshiped the photo of akalkot maharaj He once thought of going to Akalkot in Chalapur district take the darshan of the padukas that is the foot point footprints of the maharaj and offer his sincere prayer there but before he could go there he got a vision in his dream Akalkot maharaj appeared in the vision and said to him now shirdi is my resting place go there and offer your worship so bai changed his plan and came to shirdi worship baba stayed there for 6 months and was happy as a reminiscence of this vision he prepared the padukas and installed them on an auspicious day of shravan shaka year 1834 that is 1912 ad under the neem tree with due ceremonies and formalities conducted by dada kelkar and upasani one dikshit brahman was appointed for worship and the management was entrusted to devotees sagun complete version of the above story Mr B V Dev retired Mamlatar of Thana 
and a great devotee of Sai Baba made enquiries about this matter with Sagun Meru Naik and go with Kamlakar Dikshit and has published a full version of the Padukas in Sai Leela volume 11 number 1 page 25 it runs as follows in 1834 saka year that is 1912 ad one doctor ram rao kothare of mumbai came to shirdi for baba's darshan his compounder and his friend bai krishna ji ali bakkar accompanied him the compounder and bai became intimate with sagun meru naik and ji ke dikshit while discussing things these persons thought that there must be some memorial of sai baba's first advent at shirdi and his sitting under the holy neem tree they thought of installing baba's padukas there and were going to make them of some rough stone then bai's friend the compounder suggested that if this matter was made known to his master dr ram rao kothare he would prepare nice padukas for this purpose all liked this proposal and dr kothare was informed of it he came to shirdi and drew a plan of the padukas he went to upasani maharaj in kandoba's temple and showed him his plan the later made many improvements drew lotus flowers conch disc maze etc and suggested that the following shloka or verse regarding neem tree's greatness and baba's yogic powers be inscribed the verse was as follows sada namra vikshashya muladi vasad suda stravanam titam apya priyantam tarum kalpa vikshadikam sadayantam namamishwaram satgurum sainatam the translation of the verse I bow to the Lord Sainath who by his constant stay at the foot of the neem tree though bitter and unpleasant made it a using nectar the using nectar of this tree is called amrut that is nectar on account of its healing properties superior than the kalpavriksha the wish fulfilling tree Upasani's suggestions were accepted and carried out. The padukas were made in Mumbai and sent to Shirdi with the compounder. Baba said that they should be installed on the Purnima that is 15th of Shravan. On that day at 11 a.m., G.K. Dikshit brought them on his head from Kandoba's temple to the Dwaraka Mai in a procession. Baba touched the padukas saying that these are the feet of the Lord. and asked the people to install them at the foot of the neem tree a day earlier one parsi devotee of mumbai named pasta said sent rupees 25 by money order baba gave this sum for the installation of the padukas the total expense of installation came up to rupees 100 out of which 75 rupees were collected by subscriptions for the first 5 years gk dikshit worshiped the padukas daily and then this was done by lakshman kachiswar chakadi in the first 5 years dr kothare sent rupees 2 per month for lighting the lamp and he also sent the railing round the padukas the expense of bringing the railing from the station to shirdi was 7 rupees 50 paise and roofing was paid by sagun meru naik now chakadi Alias Nana Pujari does the worship and Sagun Meru Naik offers the nivedya and lights the evening lamps 
Bai Krishnaji was originally a devotee of Akal Kot Maharaj. He had come to Shirdi at the installation of the Padukas in Shaka year 1834 on his way to Akal Kot. He wanted to go to Akal Kot after taking the darshan of Baba. He asked Baba's permission for this. Baba said, "Oh, what is there in Akal Kot? Why do you go there? The Maharaj of that place is here myself." Hearing this, Bai did not go to Akal Kot. He came to Shirdi off and on. after the installation of the padukas mr b v dev concluded that hemat ban did not know these details had he known them he would not have failed to depict them in his satcharitra wrestling bout with mohdin tambuli and change in lifestyle to return to other stories of baba there was a wrestler in shirdi by name mohdin tambuli baba and he did not agree on some points and both had a fight In this Baba was defeated henceforth Baba changed his dress and mode of living he donned kafni wore a langot and covered his head with a piece of cloth he took a piece of sackcloth for his head and was content with wearing torn and worn out rags he always said that poverty is better than kingship far better than lordship the lord is always brother of the poor Gangagir was also very fond of wrestling. Once while he was wrestling, a similar feeling of dispassion descended over him, and at the proper time he heard the voice of an adept saying that he should wear out his body playing with God. So he too gave up sansara and turned towards God realization. He established a math on the banks of the river near Puntambi and lived there with his disciples. Sai Baba did not mix and speak with the people. He only gave answers when he was questioned. By day he always sat under the neem tree, sometimes in the shade of a babul tree near the stream on the outskirts of the village. In the afternoon he used to walk at random and go at times to Nimagon. There he frequented the house of Bala Saheb Dengli. Baba loved Mr Bala Saheb. His younger brother named Nana Saheb had no son. though he married a second wife bala saheb sent nana saheb for taking darshan of sai baba and after some time with his grace nana saheb got a son from that time onwards people began to come in large numbers to see sai baba and his fame began to spread and reach ahmadnagar from hence nana saheb chandokar and keshav chidambar and many others began to come to shirdi Baba was surrounded by his devotees during day and slept at night in an old and dilapidated masjid. Baba's paraphernalia at this time consisted of a chillum, tobacco, a tumbler that is a tin pot, long kafni, a piece of cloth round his head and a satka which he always kept with him. The piece of white cloth on the head was twisted like matted hair. and flowed down from the left ear on the back this was not washed for weeks he wore no shoes no sandals a piece of sackcloth was his seat for most of the day he wore a kupan and for warding of cold he always sat in front of tuni that is a sacred fire facing south with his left hand resting on the wooden railing In that duni he offered an oblation of egoism desires and always uttered allah malik that is 
God is the sole owner. The masjid in which he sat was only of two room dimensions where all devotees came and saw him. After 1912, there was a change. The old masjid was repaired and a payment was constructed. Before Baba came to live in this masjid, he lived for a long time in a place, Takia, where with Gunguru, that is small bells tied on his ankles, Baba danced beautifully and sang with tender love. Turning Water into Oil Sai Baba was very fond of lights. He used to borrow oil from shopkeepers and keep lamps burning the whole night in the masjid and temple. This went on for some time. The baniyas, that is the shopkeepers, who supplied oil, once met together and decided not to give him oil. When as usual Baba went to ask for oil, they all gave him a distinct no. Unperturbed Baba returned to the masjid and kept the dry wicks in the lamps. The baniyas were watching him with curiosity. Baba took the tumbril, which contained few drops of oil, put water into it and drank it and then forced it out to fall into the container. After consecrating the tin pot in this way, he again took the water from the tin pot and filled all the lamps with it and lighted them. To the surprise and dismay of the watching baniyas, the lamps began to burn and kept burning the whole night. The baniyas repented and apologized and Baba forgave them and asked them to be more truthful in future. The Pseudo Guru Jawhar Ali Five years after the wrestling boat Abba mentioned, one fakir from Ahavan Nagar by name Jawhar Ali came to Rahata with his disciples and stayed in Bakal near Veerabhadra temple. The fakir was learned, could repeat the whole Quran and had a sweet tongue. Many religious and devout people of the village came to him and began to respect him. With the help of the people, he started to build an Idgah, that is a wall enclosure in which Mohammedans pray on Eid day, near, a, near Veerabhadra temple. There was some quarrel about this affair, on account of which Jawar Ali had to leave Rahata. Then he came to Shirdi and lived in the masjid with Baba. People were captured by his sweet talk and he began to call Baba his disciple. Baba did not object and consented to be his chela, that is disciple. Then both Guru and the disciple decided to return to Rahata and live there. The Guru never knew his disciple's worth, but the disciple knew the shortcomings of the Guru. Still, he never disrespected him observing carefully his duties. He even served the master in various ways. They used to come to Shiradi off and on, but their mainstay was in Rahata. The loving devotees of Baba in Shiradi did not like that Baba should stay away from them in Rahata. So they went in a deputation to bring Baba back to Shiradi. When they met Baba near the Idga and told the purpose for which they came, Baba said to them, the fakir was an angry, ill-tempered fellow. He would not leave him and that they should better go back to Shirdi without him before the fakir returned. While they were thus talking, the fakir turned up and was very angry with them for trying to take away his disciple. There was some hot discussion and altercation and it was finally decided that both the guru and disciple should return to Shirdi. And so they returned and lived in Shirdi. But after a few days, the Guru was tested by Devi Das 
and he was found wanting. Twelve years before Baba arrived in Shirdi for the marriage party, this Devidas, aged about ten or eleven years, came to Shirdi and lived in the Maruti Temple. Devidas had fine features and brilliant eyes, and he was dispassion incarnate and a dhyani. Many people, namely Tatya Koti, Kashi Nath, and others, regarding him, regarded him as their guru. They brought Jawhar Ali in his presence. and in the discussion that followed jawhar was worsted and fled from shirdi he went and stayed in bijapur and returned after many years to shirdi and prostrated himself before sai baba the delusion that he was guru and sai baba his disciple was cleared away and as he repented sai baba treated him with respect in this case sai baba showed by his conduct how one should get rid of egoism and do the duties of a disciple to attain the highest end which is self realization this story is told here according to the version given by mal sapati a great devotee of baba in the next chapter ram navmi festival the masjid its former condition and later improvement etc will be described bow to shri sai peace be to all